Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansville, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Spend so many hours in the 
Let's be serious and do this God thing. Lighthouse with the love Bishop Dag. Hey. Wow, hallelujah. Why don't you put your hands together for Jesus? Let's appreciate the Lord. Hallelujah. 
whilst everybody is standing, I want us to pray for ourselves a little before we receive the word of God. And I want us to pray and ask God for the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. I want us to pray and ask God for the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, if you being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much will your heavenly father not give them that ask him for what? The Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. We as Christians, as human beings, we need the spirit of God. And we need the spirit of God to help us in everything we are doing. Whether you are a student, whether you are a worker, a husband, a wife, you need the spirit of the Lord. So I want to pray shortly wherever you are. Just open your mouth and pray and ask God for the Holy Spirit. Lift up your voice and just begin to pray quickly. Lift up your voice and ask him for the Holy Spirit. Ask him for the Holy Spirit. Ask the Lord. Lord, give us the Holy Spirit. Give us the Holy Spirit. Give us the Holy Spirit. Brando lobos ke paloba ke mola shatolipa kandolaba brande rebe riba so pale kaloba mito sipakolaba brando lobo ripaloba ke palolo ranto lobos ke palala brando lobo lord pour out your spirit upon this church pour out your spirit upon every single person here present in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, Branda Lababa, Rabandolobos, Kipandolos, Kentolaba, Pendolobos, Kipandola, Rabandalababa, Brodelebe. If you don't know what to say, just say, Lord, give me your spirit, give me your spirit, give me, pour your spirit on me, pour your spirit on me, Lord.
you for your mighty Holy Spirit. Today we have come into your presence to hear from you and you alone. To hear of you and you alone. Holy Spirit, speak to us. Let everybody under the sound of my voice leave this place with the word from the Spirit of God. No matter how far, no matter how close, speak to us. We bless you for this great opportunity to be in your presence. Thank you for miracles. Thank you for signs. Thank you for wonders in this place. Above all, thank you for the free gift of salvation that is manifested in this place. To you be glory, to you be praise. In Jesus' mighty name, and everybody said, Amen. Amen. Say your loudest, Amen. Amen. Wonderful, you may be seated in the presence of God. Hallelujah. How many of you are excited to be in church this morning? Wow. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. Okay, those of you over there, you are not happy. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. Okay, I'm beginning to feel something this way. How about those of you over there? If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. Okay, it's spreading, it's spreading. Hallelujah. Well, it's exciting to see you. It's a pleasure to see everybody, more importantly, in the presence of the Lord. David said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. David was excited when he was invited to come to church. Hallelujah. So for you to be here this morning, I believe that you were excited when you were asked to come to church. Now, those of you say in your head, you have to force the people. Different people have different ways of showing excitement. Do you get it? Uh-huh. So, it's, it's allowed. Once the person made it into the church, the person was glad when they said, let us go to the house of the Lord. Amen. We also want to congratulate the spring box. I watch rugby once every 12 years. <laughs> rugby is not a sport I really, I think it's too rough. If, if two sports that, if it was found by black people, white people would have said we, were, we are barbaric. It's rugby, um, wrestling, and even boxing. But when they, they invented it, they say it's okay. Do you get it? It's a gentleman's spot, you know. But there's two. It's, I don't know what they are doing. But anytime I watch it, the Springbok win. <laughs> anytime I watch the, the, I watch rugby. South Africa becomes world champions. <laughs> yeah, twelve years, twelve years, twelve years. So. Let's hope that it doesn't take me another 12 years to watch it again. (laughs) 
Okay. Just, just remind me. When it's there, remind me that it's been. But we want to congratulate them. They've made the nation proud. If you have realized, we don't win in so many sports. So if we get one that we win, we must be excited about it. And it's only fair. There are so many countries in the world. One person cannot win everything all the time. So it has to spread around. You get it? But as a nation, we are proud. We are excited. I hear Mandela won it. Um, Mbeki won it. Zuma lost it. And then Ramaphosa has brought it back. So it's great. Hallelujah. Wonderful. I want to share with you the word of God. I want to share with you the word of God. And I want to believe that we will all give attention to God's word. Solomon said, my son, pay attention to my words. Incline your ears to my sayings. Why? Because they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. So when you listen to the word of God, two things come to you. One is life, vigor, life Life in that sense, one of the meanings of the word life there is vigor. Vigor. Have you heard of the word vim before? Vim and vigor. It's like renewed energy comes to you. Anytime you encounter God's word and you give attention to it, what God is trying to bring to you is vigor. Vim and vigor. Tell your neighbor vim and vigor. Vim and vigor. Sometimes you feel like giving up. Sometimes you feel like, look, this road is too long. Sometimes you feel like I'm struggling too much. Then the word of God comes in. The intention of God is to bring vim and vigor. Hallelujah. Tomorrow you can put it on your status, vim and vigor. All right? Wonderful. Then the next thing that God wants to reach you with is health. But I said, they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. God is healing you wherever you are. I said God through his word is healing you wherever you are. The Bible says he sent forth his word and he healed them and delivered them from all their distractions. When God's word is coming, God is bringing you deliverance from distraction. Hallelujah. We've been talking about tithing. Hallelujah. Tithing, honoring God with your tithes. All right. And today I want to talk about how tithes invoke the graciousness of God. How tithes invoke the graciousness of God. Psalm 67 is the piece of scripture I want to read. The Bible says, Lord, be gracious unto us and bless us and cause your face to shine upon us. Let your ways be known and your salvation seen in all the earth. Hallelujah. David says that he's praying. He says, God, be gracious towards us and bless us. Life without the blessing of God is a waste of time. Life without the involvement of God it's a waste of time. Life without God's input is a waste of time. So David said, be gracious unto us. And what makes God bless us is when God is being gracious to us. 
Hallelujah. To be gracious to somebody, number one means to be kind to the person. So when somebody is being gracious to you, the person is being kind to you. The person decides, I want to be kind to you. I want to be kind to you. Do not take it for granted when somebody is kind to you. I've been around for so long to realize that not everybody is kind to you. No. I've met so many people in my short life to know that not everybody will be kind to you. Even people that you are being kind to are usually wicked to you. Some people that you show kindness to return your kindness with wickedness. Hallelujah. Who is a wicked man? A wicked man is somebody who pays good with evil. When you do good to, even as a church, we've done good to a lot of people and they pay us back with wickedness. Oh yeah. I mean, we are good to so many people and what we get in return is wickedness. So when God decides that I'm going to be kind to you, do not take it for granted. And that was David's prayer. He said, Lord, be gracious unto us. Be kind. What he was saying is that, Lord, be kind unto us. Be nice to us. When somebody is being gracious to you, the person is being nice to you. I'll be nice to you. May God be nice to you. God Almighty, not your mother, not your friend, not your lecturer, not your neighbor, but God. Be nice to you. Just be nice to them. Another meaning of being gracious is being generous. It's like God is generous to you. God is generous. It's always nice when you meet a generous person. A generous person gives to you freely. That's why God gave us his son freely. That's why salvation doesn't cost anything. He gave us his son freely. Generous. Another meaning is to be benevolent. It's like God is being benevolent to us. A benevolent person, somebody who also gives free, just gives liberally. When God is being gracious to you, it means God is being compassionate to you. Compassionate. Showing compassion. How many of you have seen somebody going through something and you feel you, you wish you could help the person? That's how it means. That's what the word compassionate means. It's like God wants to help us. May God help you. Look, life is not that simple. Without the help of God, none of us are going to achieve anything. So when the Bible, when David says, God, be gracious to me, it, what he says is that God, help me, be compassionate, feel for me and help me. Many of us are going through many, even just in our, just to be a Christian, it's not that simple. Without God helping you, which is to say, without God being gracious to you, we won't make it. Struggling with this, struggling with that, struggling with anger, struggling with depression, struggling with different things. Even struggling just to pray, to keep a constant relationship with God. It's a struggle. But David said, God, you know all these things. Help. Another meaning is to be lenient. Lenient. What does being lenient? You have just come. What does being lenient mean? It means to have mercy. Lenient means, let's say maybe we are supposed to slap you four times. 
for something that you have done. Then we say we are showing you leniency, so we are slapping you one instead of four. We will still slap you, but small. Hallelujah. It's like, it's another word for leniency is clemency. It's like we are just, we don't want to do it too hard. And you know we are people of mistakes. James 3, 2, Bible says, in all things we offend all. So we are always making mistakes and deserve to be punished. But when God is being gracious to us, instead of you being punished, God says, oh, you let's overlook it. Let's, we'll, we'll do it another time. Another time. May God be gracious towards you. Graciousness. Another meaning of it is understanding. It's like God understanding us. When they said, Lord, be gracious to us, what he says is that, Lord, please understand us. One of the nicest things about God is that God understands us. Bible says, he knows our frame and he knows that we are weak. He knows, God knows, as a a father pitieth his daughter, so the Lord pitieth his children, for he knoweth their frame that they are weak. God knows that we are weak. That's why sometimes he said, you have stopped drinking, you have stopped drinking, but once a while, when Springbok win the World Cup after 12 years, and you see the bottle, and the thing is spinning in the bottle like that, zoom, zoom. You say, my God, not today, but, oh God, oh God. Then your throat is moving like that. Then you pick up the glass. And you say, my God. Lord, be gracious unto me. Be gracious unto me. Yeah. But sometimes God looks at us. He says, oh, my children. They are very weak. That's why they do some of these things. That's why they do some of these things. And finally, means to be merciful. God is just merciful to us. God is merciful. When God is being gracious to us, God is being merciful. The NIV says, Lord, be merciful unto us. Or the KG, King James Version says, God, Lord, be merciful unto us. It's like he's showing us mercy. I see God showing you mercy. How do we see God's graciousness towards us? We see God's graciousness towards us when he provides for us. When he provides for us. We see it through God's provision. Provides for us health-wise, financially, emotionally, spiritually, every other area. God is just being gracious. It's not like he needs us. He's just being, he's just being understanding and merciful towards us. Yeah. He's just being understanding and merciful towards us. Now, when you pay your tithe, we are talking about how tithes can become rich and how non-tithers can become poor. And I'm saying that when you pay your tithe, you invoke God's graciousness. As as, as a father, there are things that when my children do, I become excited. I let my face shine on. I start to smile at them. And there are things that you do also that takes away the graciousness. 
Yeah. So God also, when we pay our tithe, we force him to be gracious to us. We force him to be merciful to us. We force him to be understand. We invoke that part of him. Hallelujah. How do we do this? Now we want to look into it. I want to give you just three reasons. My time is up. So three reasons and then we close. Why or how? Tithes. Invoke God's. If you pay your tithe, clap for yourself because God is about to be gracious to you. Yeah. The first reason why God is gracious towards people who pay tithe is that people who pay tithe make provision for God's house. When you pay your tithe, what you are actually doing is that you are making provision for God's house. In Malachi chapter 3, the prophet Malachi establishes the tithe. And the reason why he asked the children of Israel to bring in their tithe was so that there will be meat in God's house. He says, bring ye all the tithes into my storehouse that there may be meat in my house. The word meat, there is the word provision that my house will be provided for. God says, bring it in so that my house will be provided for. Everybody is providing for their house. Nobody is providing for the house of God. So when you get up as a Christian and say, I am providing, I'm making provision for the house of God, you get God's attention. Immediately you get God's attention. It means supplies. It means electricity. We have electricity today because people have paid their tithe. We have instruments today because people have paid their tithe. Everything we have today is because somebody has paid for it. Hallelujah. We have a camera to take pictures today because somebody has paid their tithe. If people didn't pay their tithe, we can't have these things. We are not sponsored by, by the ANC. We are not sponsored by Sasa. We are not sponsored by anybody. You are the sponsors of the church. Say amen. You are. So when you wake up to make provision for the house of God, God just says, wow, I need to bless this group of people. I need to be gracious towards them. I need to be nice towards them. We have a building today because people pay their tithe all over the world. That's how come we have a building today. You invoke God's graciousness. Why? Because you are providing for the house. The same house that you belong to. You are providing for it. You are giving for it. Number two. We'll be at three right now, then we'll close. Number two. The second reason why when we pay our tithe, we invoke God's mercies, God's graciousness, God's generosity, God's benevolence, is that, let, let me even read it from the book so that it's not like, we help the church to fulfill the vision of God. We help. We make it possible for the church to be able to fulfill the vision of God. What is God's vision? Jesus said, I came to seek and to save the lost. That which is lost. 
The reason why I've come is to seek and to save. The reason why the church exists is to seek and save the lost. Who are the lost? The lost are the people that Jesus shed his blood for. God on his part has given his son to die so that people will be saved. Our part as a church is to make people aware of it. Is to make people know about it. That he has sent his son. He was sitting in heaven. Man was perishing. Man, God, look, God has tried from, from the day Adam sinned. That God drove Adam out of the garden. God has always been trying to save the earth. He tried, he tried miracles. He tried prophets. He tried all kinds of things. Until God decided that I'm going to send my son to die. So that people will be saved. And that was God's final move. And he sent his son. His son came to the world. Took our sins. Shed his blood on Calvary's cross. For our sake. So that sinners like us. Will be washed by that blood of Jesus. So that we can go to heaven. That is, that is, that is what God did. That is what God did. And that is God's part. Now, to make people aware of it, it's not God's part. It's you and I have to do that. It's the church's responsibility that people will be aware that Jesus came to die and to save us. Die because of our sins. It's the church's responsibility. But the te- So, when you tithe, you make it possible for the church to do that. For the gospel. I am a missionary sent all the way from Ghana. I wasn't born in this region of the world. I was somewhere then. Say, go there and let them know that Jesus died for them. Just as I let you know that Jesus died for you, it's now your turn to go and let others know that Jesus died for them. But to go, somebody's got to pay. Tell your neighbor, somebody's got to pay. Somebody's got to pay. Somebody's got to pay. Somebody, and that is, Jesus said it clearly, I came to seek that which is lost. So that's what Jesus is looking for. What is lost? Our role is to take it out there. So somebody had to pay tithe somewhere so that I can be sent here. For us to continue that, you and I also have to pay tithes so that people can be sent. So that people can be sent. So that people can understand. So that we can fulfill the mission of Jesus Christ. So when you help to fulfill that mission, I mean, if you are doing something and somebody wants to help you with it, you 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 suddenly become nice to the person because that person is helping you. Not everybody around is helping. I said, not everybody around is helping. Some people are around, just around. Some also are around for their own benefits. But when you see the ones who want to help you with exactly what you want to do. Sometimes people want to help you with things that they are not the main things you want to do. Hallelujah. Not that they are not important, but that's not the main thing you are trying to do. Like the choir singing. I mean, it's important, but that's not the main thing we are trying to do. Hello? That's not the main thing we are trying to do. Not that we don't like the choir. We really love you when you sing. You make the church nice, especially for people like us who cannot sing. 
When you sing, then you breach the gap. Do you, do, you, do you understand? But that's not the main thing. So you can't come to church and say, I came to hear the choir sing. And then when you finish hearing the choir singing, you are going home. And then, then you have not come to church. It's not the main thing. The main thing is the word of God. I mean, if you look at the film stars, I mean, put your hands together for them. Today, they were fantastic. And my prayer is that when the film stars are performing, you listen for the message. Hallelujah. You listen for the message. Because they always have a message they are trying to send across. You listen, not, not that you are waiting, oh, well, my friend is in, the, is in the film star, I'm waiting for him to come, then I'll be happy. It's not enough. Yes, your friend has come, clap for your friend, but after that, what is the message that they are trying to push across? I mean, the guy who was preaching to them on tithing, I mean, the way he preached, I didn't even feel like preaching again. I felt it was enough. Enough preaching on the tithing. Very powerful. Very powerful preaching on tithing. But that's not the main thing we are here to do. I mean, sometimes you, you eat. If you are eating, you see that some things on the thing that are the main things you are eating. Some of them are just to add beauty to what you are eating. Just bring a balance. Do you see it? Just bring a balance. You are eating pap and voss. Then they cut a few um, tomatoes. On the, or chakalaka on the side. Then you come, then you leave the pap and the voice. Then you are just eating the chakalaka. You have missed the whole thing. The chakala, without the chakalaka, eating the pap is not nice, but the chakalaka is not the main thing. Yeah, it's not the main thing. The voice is the main thing, <laughs> depending on your skin color. <laughs> yeah. So when we tithe, we help. To fulfill the vision and the mission of Jesus Christ. And when we do that, it now provokes God to be merciful towards us. To be nice to us. To be kind to us. Hallelujah. Jesus, be nice to us. Be kind to us. Be merciful towards us. Yeah. Cause your face to shine. When you look at us, smile. It's very difficult when you go to a place where the people don't smile. Yeah. I mean, the last Sunday I was in there, but when I arrived there, they were all happy. They were excited, clapping, jumping, smiling, all kinds of things. I felt very good. I mean, once a while, I mean, it's not every Sunday that you must be tortured. At least once a while. <laughs> once a while, people must be nice to you. So when I got there, they were nice to me. I said, wow, beautiful. No, I'm serious. I'm not joking. You are laughing, but I'm serious. So when I took the microphone and I started to speak in tongues, people started to fall under the power. Wow. Yeah, because they provoke a certain part of me. I, I didn't pray for anybody. I just, let us pray. Then I took the microphone and I started to speak in tongues. Brass, topalika. People were falling under the power. Just, I, I wasn't praying for them. I was just praying to preach. They started to fall under the power. Wow. Why? Because they provoke a certain side. That's all. May you provoke that side of God. Yeah. I came to seek that which was that's the vision of the church but without your tithe without my tithe we can't do that 
We can't send anybody to even Newcastle. Just Newcastle, which is just three hours away. We can't send anybody to go there and tell them that Jesus loves you. He died for your sins so that your sins will be washed away. We can't send anybody there. We can't send anybody. Because we can't, I mean, nobody will want to put their life on hold to go there. So we must, we must make their lives worthwhile for them as they go there. We can't, send, we can't buy instruments. We can't buy anything. To go and push the gospel. No. So tithers make God excited. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Number three, I told you it's a shot. By the time you close your eyes and open three times, we have closed. Number three. When you pay your tithe, you help for salvation to spread all around. He said, Lord, be gracious. Make your face shine on us that your ways will be known and your salvation seen all over the world. We had a song like that. Lord, be gracious and bless us. And make your face shine on us. Let your ways be known. Your salvation shown all over the earth. Let your ways be known. Your salvation shown all over the earth. Is that it? Lord, be gracious and bless us. And make your face shine on us. Let your ways be known. Your salvation shown. All over the earth, let your ways be known, your salvation shown all over the earth. May the people praise you, oh God. May all the people praise you. May the nations be glad and sing for joy, for you come to rule them justly. May the people praise you, oh God. For you guide the nations of the earth. May the people praise you, O God. The nations be glad and sing for joy. Lord, be gracious and bless us. And make your face shine on us. Let your ways be known. Your salvation shown all over the earth. Let your ways be known. Your salvation shown. All over the May the people praise you, oh God. May all the people praise you. May the nations be glad and sing for joy. For you come to rule them justly. May the people praise you, oh God. For you guide the nations of the earth. May the people praise you, oh God. The nations be glad and sing for joy. This is what I am saying. When God is gracious, what happens is that salvation goes all over the place. Yeah. Salvation just goes all over the place. God's graciousness. Bible says by grace are we saved and not by works. Lest any man should boast. So when God is gracious, then salvation comes for people to be saved. People being saved is an act of God's 
graciousness. Yeah. For, if people will be saved on UKZ campus, God must be gracious to UKZ. For you to be saved, God was just being gracious to you. Because what's the difference between you and your neighbor who's not saved? What's the difference between you and your friend who's not saved? Some of you had buddies that you fooled, you fooled around with. Then you got saved. And they rejected the message of Jesus Christ. I had friends. They were my friends. I finished high school with them. It's like we are like the elite of our group. And moving around like high class, high society people. Yeah, you know what I mean? Speaking the Queen's English. Yesterday, I was, we were buying something from somewhere. And then as I was talking to the teller, my wife said, Hey, Charlie, your slugs have come, pal. <laughs> I said, Wow. Then I got saved. I remember we were all invited to church together. My friend said, Oh, look, we are playing soccer, this, that. Then I went. So out of the group, I got saved. What makes me special? God was just being gracious to me. I'm just like all of them. Surprisingly, I just listened. God got my attention. God was being merciful to me. God was being merciful to me. So when God is gracious, salvation spreads. So those who provoke God's graciousness to allow for salvation to spread, ah, hmm. Remember, God, you will get to them and you see people are saved. You don't know that you've never met them before. Then God will say, oh, it's your work. And you wonder, how, how come, God? How come? Well, what happened is that you paid your tithe and grace came upon Peter Mary's bed. And then people got saved. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Then people got saved. Number three. Or number four. Four. Next. No, no problem. No problem. Let, let's find one number, then we close. Or let's read one scripture, then we close. Tithing. It is tithing that enables the house of God to send people to preach the gospel of salvation. When we pay our tithe, we enable the house of God to send people to preach the gospel of salvation. The Bible says in Romans, it says, and anyone that shall call on the name of Jesus shall be saved. Then he asks a question. How shall they believe? Let me, let me just read it. How then shall they call on whom they have not believed? How would they call? He said, when you call, they, on, on the great and terrible day, when you call on the name Jesus, there's salvation in the name of Jesus. So, when you call on the name of Jesus, you will be saved. But the Bible is asking a question. How shall they call on a name that they have not believed? How shall they call on a name that they have not believed? Now, the question, so, so, oh, so the problem is that people don't believe. No, look at it. Let's go on. It says, and how shall they believe on him whom they have not heard? First, we thought the problem was unbelief. But now we are seeing that the problem is deeper than unbelief. Actually, they have not even heard. How can they believe on somebody they have not heard about? How shall they believe when they have not even heard? They have not even, there are places that they have not even heard about Jesus Christ. 
But they have heard about Coca-Cola. Yeah, let me tell you an old Chinese joke. Should I tell it in Chinese or English? One day, a man met a Chinese guy. And he said to, he was on evangelism. And he said to the Chinese guy, do you know Jesus? You are Charles, right? Yeah. He said, Charles, do you know, imagine you are Chinese, okay, just for today. Do you know Jesus Christ? Then guess what the Chinese guy replied? He said, if you give me a sample, I can make it for you. Yeah. If you give me a sample of Jesus Christ, I can make one, because the Chinese can make anything. No, everything you see around is made in China. Do you see? The day I accepted that everything is made in China was when I saw this product, GAP. You know GAP, G-A-P. GAP. Do you know what it stands for? Genuine American product. That's the, the, the G-A-P. That's what it stands for. Genuine American product. So the day I saw a GAP and I looked at the label and I saw made in China. I accepted that look. Now everything is made in China. Even America was made in China. Yeah. I had Brazilian hair. It's made from China. So I said, ah, are the Chinese now growing Brazilians or the Brazilians? I, I. Made in China. So he said, if you give me Jesus Christ, if you give me a sample, I'll make one for you. That's how much people don't know about Jesus. Yet we are sitting in the church excited, happy, dancing and being celebrated. But the Bible says, how can they believe? Bible says there's only one name given under heaven by which men should be saved. Which is the name Jesus Christ. But how can they call on that name when they have not heard it? How can they believe when they have not heard it? People have heard of Coca-Cola but they have not heard of Jesus Christ. Coca-Cola is more popular than Jesus Christ. Yeah, and we are sitting here happy. Yeah. Coca-Cola. Do you see that Coca-Cola song they use for the World Cup? When I get older, I will be stronger. They call me freedom just like a waving flag. And then it goes round. Do you know that guy has played the song many years ago? It's not, it's not 2010 that he recorded the song. He recorded the song many, many years ago. Nobody used it for anything. Nobody knew about it. Many years ago. Then, Coca-Cola decided to use that song for the World Cup. And since then, the whole world knows about it. That's how come he became a superstar. No wonder he has not recorded another hit after that song. Unless Coca-Cola comes again. <laughs> yeah, all of us were singing. When I get older, I will be stronger. They call me freedom just like a waving flag. And then it goes round. Yeah, and all of us know about it. Oh, 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 oh. Something like that. Is that not it? Yeah. But nobody. It's Coca-Cola that made the song viral. But Jesus Christ, nobody knows about Jesus. This is the reason why Jesus has not come. 
is a, sometimes when I, you see the evil going on in the world, you wish that Jesus would just come today so that we can. Be. If I look at what they are going to teach our children in school now, I wish that Jesus will come tonight and then we all go to heaven and then we are free. I was saying in Deban last week, I think I finished with this one, that do you know the word pedophile or pedophile, depending on where you were born? Pedophile or pedophile? Who's a, who's a pedophile? An adult who abuses a child sexually. Is that not so? Uh-huh. Now, the New World Order is like anything you feel like you are, you have to be referred to as it. Do you get it? Anything. Do you get it? Anything that you... F- it's not now negative and positive again. It's like anything. So, so if you are there and you feel like you are an adult, you are a grown-up man, but suddenly you want to be referred to as a 12-year-old. Meanwhile, you are 48. So you say, oh, from now I'm a child. You have to be referred to as a child. And you can do what children do. <laughs> you have to be now referred. Can you imagine? I mean, 42 years old. Man, you say, oh, I'm now seven years. By the time you realize you have bombed a five-year-old little girl, which you should have gone to jail for. But now you say you are a child. So how do we prosecute you? So sometimes when you look at the way the world is becoming, you just pray that Jesus will come now so that we go to heaven. And then all these things come to an end. But Jesus is not coming now because the Bible says that for Jesus, when, they, when the disciples asked Jesus that, when are you coming? Jesus gave them this will happen, that will happen. This will, children will become disobedient. People will become lawless. Society will become rude. or wickedness will spread. People will become stubborn. All these things will happen. But after they have happened, that is still not the second coming. What will happen that will bring the second coming? The coming of the Savior is that the gospel of Jesus Christ will be preached all over the world. That's the thing. All the signs Jesus has given us, they are all happening right before our eyes. What is left is for the gospel to go everywhere. To go everywhere. To go everywhere. For the gospel to go everywhere. And that depends on us. And I'm saying that Coca-Cola is doing a better job than you and I who are Christians. Coca-Cola, they are are taking their product everywhere. If Coca-Cola was preaching the gospel, by now Jesus would have come. Yeah, by now Jesus would have come. By now Jesus would have come. But because Coca-Cola is not the one preaching the gospel, We are reading a scripture. I don't know why even. He said, "How can they believe on him who they have not heard?" Now listen to the next question. How can they hear without a preacher? How can they hear without a preacher? How can they hear Romans ten? How can they hear when there's no? Pre- the problem is even further, far more than just hearing. 
The reason why they are not hearing, the reason why they can't call is because they, they have not believed. And the reason why they don't believe is because they have not heard. The reason why they are not hearing is because nobody is preaching it to them. Now, do you want to know the reason why nobody is preaching to them? Bible says, how can they preach if they have not been sent? How can they preach if they have not been sent? How can they preach if they have not been sent? For ye know the saying, that how beautiful are the feet of them that bring great, great news of good tidings. Yeah. He says, good news is always great tidings. How can they go? How can they preach if nobody sends them? Without your tithe, without my tithe, without your financial contribution to the church, we can't send anybody. We can't send anybody. We can't send. We may want to send, but we can't send. We can't send anybody. Nobody can be sent. How can they send? How can they preach if nobody sends them? If nobody sends them. I pray for everybody under the sound of my voice. That we will be faithful in our support for the kingdom of God and for the church. In our tithing regularly so that people can be sent. So that people can be sent. When they are sent, they will preach. When they preach, the people will hear. When the people hear, they will believe. When they believe, they will call on him. They will call on him. They cannot call on him who they have not believed. And they cannot believe in him whom they have not heard. And they cannot hear unless there's a preacher who sent to them. 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 Who sent to them. How can they? My time is up. How can they? Church of God, God is counting on you. God is counting on you and I. God is counting on you and I. Jesus has done his part. He has shed his blood. He has finished his part. Sometimes you wish God could just stretch his finger from heaven and just do like that. It's a upper, it's a upper from the sky. And then everybody will be saved. But that's not God's way. God's way is very simple. That look, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. And you shall be saved. And that is God's way. And that's how people must be saved. That's why he's depending on you and I. That's why he's counting on us. He's counting on us. I pray that we won't fail God. As a church here in Peter Marisbeck, the salvation of Peter Marisbeck depends on us. It doesn't depend on anybody else. It depends on us. It depends on us. I pray that we don't fail God. Let us continue in our tithing and invoke the graciousness of God upon our church, upon the city that we are in, that many people will be saved by. Stand to your feet. Let's share. Lift your hands and pray for yourself for a minute or two as we close and say, Lord, if you can use anybody if you can use anything, use me. Use me. Use me. Use me, Lord. Use me, Lord. Use me. In this area of tithing, use me. Use me. 
Use me, Lord. Use me. Use me, Lord Jesus. Use me. Use me. Skip aloba. Kaloba skip alala. Sentulomos skip alala. Rapanoba sketulomos. Satulios skip alala. Rapanolomos skip andala baba. Kilo palesetusipa. Kimolos skip alala. Brandolomos. Lipa dosito la casitis. Kimolos skip alala. Sentulomos Lipa le palopali. Reperos kipalala. Malo pale kale bakosa. Lipa do bane brendere. Simola brandolo. for what you want to do Lord in this area of tithing use us in this how tithing supports salvation use us we avail yourself ourselves for this use us Lord use us oh God to your glory be gracious unto us as a church and bless us let your face shine on us let your ways be known and your salvation shown throughout the city, throughout this province. To you be glory now and forever in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. amen. Say a nicer amen. amen. Lord, be gracious and bless us. And make your face shine on us. Let your ways be known. Your salvation shown. All over the earth. Let your ways be known. Your salvation shown. All over the earth. Lord be gracious. All over the earth Let your ways be known 
gracious to you. I said God will be merciful to you. God will be understanding to you. God will be lenient to you. God will be kind to you. God will be nice to you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. This will be your story. God will be nice to you. I have seen God being nice to me several when I don't deserve it, God just decides, my son, I understand. Let me give you another chance. Amen. I have seen when men have not been gracious to me, but God rose up and said, look, I'll be gracious to you. Amen. I'll be kind to you. Amen. When men have not chosen you, I'll choose you. Amen. May God choose you. Amen. I said, may God choose you. Amen. Even when men don't choose you, may God himself choose you. Amen. I have seen situations where Human beings, they won't choose me. Human beings made by God, they won't choose me. Then God comes in the picture, then God chooses me. Yeah. I remember when we were buying our property in um, Port Elizabeth, the church. The time I came with the church plans, the building pictures, when I got there, another pastor had arrived with his pictures. Look, when I saw his pictures, I folded my, I put my pictures back together and I just put it in my pocket. Because even me, myself, I wasn't going to choose myself. Yeah, I wasn't going to choose myself. Then I was sitting there when a friend of mine came in. Where are your pictures? I said, well, they are there. He said, I want to see them. So I took the pictures out and I started to show it to my friend. So as he was looking at it, Bishop was sitting on the stage talking to some pastors. So as he was looking at the pictures, then Bishop just lifted up his head. Then he saw it. He said, What's that? Come, come. Ah, I see God choosing somebody. I see God choosing somebody. Yeah. Then he said, Come, come. What, what was that? Then. That's how come we got that property. Yeah. Should I tell you about this property? Yes. Let me tell you before I would you allow me just two minutes? Listen. When we found this property, one of the major things we look for in a property is parking. And that's one thing this property doesn't have. In fact, the whole city of Tamarisburg doesn't have parking. So when this, this property came up for debate, the main thing was parking. Where are we going to park? Oh, no, no. They say, it can't work. Oh, it can't work. And you have to be in Marisbeck to understand the phenomenon. 
that there's no parking. But if you are not here, no matter how much we try to convince you, you will understand. You will never understand. So it's like, oh, no, 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 we can't get this problem. <laughs> Suddenly, out of nowhere, Bishop, let's get it. End of story. I mean, people, I mean, pop people arguing, no, no parking, no this, no that, no this, no that, no this, no that. He, he was just sitting there. Let's get it. <laughs> I see God overruling everything. Amen. That will be your story. Overruling expect advice. And then choosing you. Amen. Somebody will look at you. Should I marry this one? Should I not marry that? Oh, she's no good. She doesn't smile. She doesn't know how to cook. She can't do this. She doesn't talk nicely. She's very rude. Then the I like this one. I like this one. Amen. I like this one. I like this one. Gracious. Yeah. 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 Lift your hands and just thank Jesus wherever you are. Jesus, we thank you. We bless you. Thank you for choosing us. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for overlooking our faults, our mistakes, our issues, and choosing us. We give you glory. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You are here this morning. You want to say, Pastor, I don't know Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I want to go to heaven when I die. I don't want to go to hell. I want this free gift of salvation that you were talking about. You are here like that. Every eye closed, every head bowed. Pastor, please pray with me. I don't want to go to hell when I die. If you are here like that, please lift up your right hand wherever you are. Every eye closed, please. Every eye closed. Please close your eyes. Let's give privacy to each other. And say, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to know Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I want to go to heaven when I die. If you are here like that, please lift up your right hand. I want to pray with you. Lift up your right hand. I want to pray with you. Pastor, please pray with me. I want Jesus to become the Lord of my life. Lift up your right hand. I'll pray with you. Lift up your right hand. Don't be shy. Lift up your right hand. I'll pray with you. If you are lifting your hand, lift it high above your head. I want to pray with you. Lift your, Don't be shy. Lift your hand above your head. I want to pray with you. Pastor, please pray with me. Lift your hand. Lift, My dear, lift your hand. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Nothing bad will happen to you. Lift your hand. I want to pray with you. Pastor, please pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to surrender my life to Jesus. Lift up your right hand. I'll pray with you. I'll pray with you. If you lifted up your hand, come to me. I'll pray with you quickly. You lifted up your hand. Come to me. Come to me. Come to me. Don't be shy. I'll pray with you. Come, I'll pray with you. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. Choose Jesus today. Choose Jesus today. Don't be shy. Don't be shy.
lift your hands and pray this prayer with me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I accept that I'm a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. I believe that you died for me and you rose again. I confess that Jesus is the Lord of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. Amen. Why don't you put your hands together for the Lord? Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.